The following podcast is an 8122 Productions podcast in association with Hashtag 607 Podcast, Next Wave, Alternate Reality Radio. For more information, please go to 8122productions.com. Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. to Horror Zone 607, the podcast where we talk all things horror and bring you the week's biggest horror movie news. I'm your host, Mike C., and it is now week number two of October, Horror Movie Month, and uh, you know, we, we just couldn't be any happier to be in our favorite month of the year. We got so much to talk about, so many cool things we're going to talk about this week, but before I do that, what kind of a show would I have if I didn't introduce a certain somebody to y'all? You know him. I know him. His thoughts inspired every happy painting that Bob Ross ever painted. Please welcome Rich. That's right. I'm a, a big uh, fan of the happy little trees and the happy sun and the happy grass and all of it. And uh, Bob Ross was awesome. Well, you make me happy just sitting here well, with you. you. So it's, you. it's always a pleasure week in and week out. I wonder if Bob Ross painted the happy little pumpkin that is on the Halloween poster. You know, we were just talking about this right before we went on air. Uh, you, you pointed out something to me. Now, I, I fancy myself as one of the ho- biggest Halloween fans, the original movie that's ever lived. And uh, I didn't know something. Yes, there's a face on the hand that's holding the knife in the original Halloween uh, yeah. poster. And it was purposely put there. Uh, I found that out through a list of things that you might not know about movie posters, and now I cannot unsee it. So if you are ever if you're looking at the original Halloween poster, the one that says has the pumpkin with the uh, butcher knife in a hand and it next to it says the night he came home, if you look at the hand holding the knife, you can see in the hand, you'll see two eyes, a nose, and a mouth. Yeah. They said it's a screaming mouth, and uh, I just went by what they said. Mike doesn't think it's, think it's really screaming, it's and I don't like really think it's... Their mouth open it looks like bit. they're a little bit in pain or whatever. It, it <laughs> kind of doesn't look like a normal face, but yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty awesome, and now I can't unsee it because yeah. I've, I've was it. was a different it. time. Yeah. It but was it, a simpler time. Think about it. It took me until I was like 36 years old before I knew that existed. Yeah. That's crazy. Forty one for me. I was gonna say, and I've been a fan of this movie for a long, long time. Yeah, like it I've, came out. This movie came out two months after I was born. Yeah, Can you believe that? Yeah, exactly. Little baby Mike C, just screaming away, I think filling I, my diaper. I've been a fan of the Halloween series since I was at least ten years old. Yeah, so I've I've, I've seen that movie at least from ten on. So it took me twenty six years of being a fan of this film to, to yeah. know that. So you know, hey, 
you we, uh, we all learn stuff. So if you guys didn't know that, check it out. Trust me, it's there. Well, I appreciate this. Yeah. This is something new. You learn something new every day. They always say that. So. Uh, we'll, we'll uh, we, you know, we got we got so much to talk about this week. Uh, we got a few things for the news. Kind of a light week for the news, yeah. uh, but we got a few items, so we'll discuss that. Um, you came over to my house on Sunday, and uh, we watched a couple of movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of which was a Shutter exclusive. Yes, uh, an Australian movie uh, by the name of The Furies. The Furies, which I originally thought was called The Furries, and, and I think I even said that last week on this podcast. I call it yeah. The Furries. I'm sorry, it's The Furies. But That's okay. We, I, yeah. In segment two, we are going to talk all about that, and yeah. I'll even tell you what the other movie we were watching was and the, the the reason i was over there was for the other movie yeah. and then we watched this movie as well uh we won't review that other movie but we'll get to that later it's yeah we like made a, a big mistake as i informed you afterwards in a text yes. message as yes, soon as you yes, left yes. uh yeah we'll talk about that yes too. we'll talk about all that but we'll have to watch that other one too and uh, of course we uh and of course talking horror this week yeah the, talking the horror main is a big event, week i kind of previewed segment. it last week Halloween Fest kicks off. Yeah, three weeks Halloween Fest, all about the Halloween movies. Forgotten Halloween's up first. If you're following us on uh, Instagram and Twitter uh, at uh, HorrorZone607, or if you're following us on Facebook, uh, HorrorZone607. If you're not, what are you waiting for? Follow us and like us on all those platforms. Uh, you would have seen the nice little graphic I had put up uh, for I Halloween it. Fest. I, I, it, was a, it was a lot of fun. So uh, we we can't wait to dive into that. And also, we're going to be reading some. Uh, the, there was a Twitter poll. Yeah, we so put up a poll. If you People follow us on Twitter, nicely. we're gonna we're gonna tell you what what won and what came in what place, and then we're also uh, gonna discuss our stuff too, and maybe read some of those comments because there were some pretty good comments on the Twitter post. Yeah, there was. I'm excited for all of this, so I think it was a great idea. You know, we kind of brainstormed this together, and uh, you know, what better way than to discuss the Halloween movies by breaking it down week by week for three weeks and mm-hmm. just doing a little retrospective on it. And so. then, and then, of course, you have two more weeks to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely, trust me, it's just gonna be a lot of fun. We'll announce what the second week is about. I mean, we announced them all last week, right? But we will remind you what it is, and then, of course, there will also be a Twitter poll. Up. Yes, there I'll will be, be tomorrow. I'll be voting uh, when uh, actually by the time you hear this podcast it'll probably be up because i'll yeah. probably put it up uh, in time to uh, get it you know something started getting something going so i'm not going to spoil anything but i know what my pick of most hated halloween movie is you'll never guess no well we'll get to nobody that. would ever guess we'll get to that later <laughs> that's for that, that's for later so uh but yeah let's kick off the news for this week uh like i said it's kind of a light week but uh we'll start off with uh, box office news a uh, couple movies uh going really strong um there was a new animated adams family movie that came out and uh, it started off pretty well. Uh, opened, I believe, it's second, if I remember reading mm-hmm. right, at the box office. Uh, made $30 million. Not a bad little start. Uh, not bad at all. It made $30 million. It, uh, it, uh, I haven't seen it yet. I did see it. I thought it was a cool trailer when I saw the trailer. Uh, I do know my goddaughter enjoyed it quite a bit because she did go to see it. So uh, I'm looking forward to see it. But, of course, it was number two because number one is the same movie that was number one last week. Yes. And that is Joker making another astounding $55 million domestically. Yeah, domestically here, another $123 million worldwide yeah. as well. This movie is now up to $544 million worldwide in two weeks. Yeah, man, Over half you. a billion dollars it's in two weeks. Real, it's the real deal. It's uh, great movie. I, if you listen to Three Fat Nerds podcast, uh, when it first came out, me and Ron had seen it. Uh, Derek had not seen it yet. Uh, me and Ron have both kind of we went in the middle on the nerd scale. So on my scale of ten that we use here on Horror Zone, I, I don't know if I I don't remember if I said it or not. I would I would put this movie, and I'm going to say why I put this movie at a seven. And the reason why is because I didn't like the political overtones. But with that being said, I would go see it because you might still love it. And it's the one time that I rated something a little lower than I what people were thinking with the caveat that hey you should go see it for yourself mm-hmm. the, by the way the performance from Joaquin Phoenix in this movie is second to none it's a once in a lifetime performance if he does not win the Oscar I will riot 
because he is a, he's phenomenal in this movie. Well, if Heath Ledger won, phenomenal. You know, Heath Ledger won Best Supporting Actor for what he did. And he should win Best Actor for this. Trust Joaquin me, this Phoenix is amazing. Yeah. This is a, this the performance of performance. Because uh, I, I, I without we don't want to talk spoilers and we don't talk about this. If you want to hear spoilers, uh, Three Fat Nerds podcast this past week, uh, the uh, episode seventy nine, I do believe it's called the uh, New Era Narrative. Uh, it is uh, it, we have at the end at our ramblings, we did a little special bit, so it was like a half hour longer show because of it, and we actually talked spoilers that that week about it. Okay, uh, and so we had like a little spoiler kind of filled conversation about it at the end, just so that way if anybody didn't want to hear it, we warned and everything. So if you want to hear it, tune into there. You can. Hear spoilers here i'm not going to tell the spoilers but i will say this i think it as an actor to actor performance joaquin phoenix had a better performance than heath ledger however heath ledger's the better joker because joaquin phoenix really wasn't playing the joker he was playing arthur fleck yeah yeah so yeah you know i gotta get to see it uh it's one of those things i still haven't gotten around to it been busy so uh, i'm hoping you know, sometime soon. Um, but uh, there's another movie coming out this weekend that uh, I know I'm excited to see. I, I think you're excited to see it. And that would be the long, long anticipated sequel to Zombieland titled Zombieland Double Tap. That's right. I, I'm, I'm definitely excited to see it. I don't know if I'll have time because obviously I will be at Scaricon this weekend. Yeah. So uh, I'm not sure if I'll have time to see it this weekend, but hopefully by next week sometime I'll have I'll get to see that movie. Yeah, I'm hoping to get around to it at some point this weekend. Uh I I, uh, I have extra work that I have to do with my job, my, my primary job. So uh, unfortunately, I won't be attending Scaricon like I anticipated doing, which is a bummer. But uh, I know you'll be filling in those shoes for Horizon yeah. 607. Myself, myself and Derek will be in Rochester, New York at the Rochester Riverside Hotel uh, for Scaricon on the 18th, 19th, and 20th. So this weekend, uh, tickets are still available, of course, all weekend. Uh, you can go to Scaricon.com to get advanced tickets or you can buy them at the door. Uh, there's tons of great people there. You'll hear an ad for it in their, our first break. I'll just throw that out there. You'll hear an ad for Scaricon in the first break. It'll be the last time you hear that ad for this year because obviously it's coming up this weekend. Uh, making a good push toward it. Uh, myself and Derek will be doing 11 panels between the two of us. Holy cow. Whether it's together or whether it's separate because they're celebrity panels. And I am super stoked and excited because I have uh, my dream is coming true. I will be the moderator hosting the panel with Doug Bradley, Pinhead himself. So the Hellraiser panel I will be hosting. And I'll be hosting another panel that I'll be talking about in the second segment because it ties into why I was at your house. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. Can't wait for it this weekend. It just kind of throws me off from going to see Zombieland, but I'm hoping to have a lot of fun. Yeah, you'll be having fun. Uh, this movie looks like it's a lot of fun. Everybody's going to be having fun this weekend but me. So uh, You'll be having fun. I'll be having fun in a different way. After you get out of work. Yeah. Uh, so the next thing uh, I want to talk about, this kind of got announced today, um, not, not really anything huge news-wise, but uh, Dr. Sleep is coming. We know yes. it's coming. The big sequel to The Shining, and uh, they finally revealed the runtime for the new movie. Uh, it's actually going to be six whole whopping minutes longer than The Shining. So, so yes, yeah. uh, The Shining clocked in at two hours and 26 minutes, and Dr. Sleep will clock in at two hours, 32 minutes. So yes. it's a six-minute longer film than The Shining, which I'm fine with. Yeah, I'm okay uh, with it's, that. It's one of those movies that you have to have time to tell, and uh, it, it puts it right in the ballpark. So I feel like uh, I still have hope for it. Yeah. I still, I still have hope for it. Uh, I got to be honest, I wasn't a fan of the book. Okay. Uh, but with that being said, that's also because I'm more of a fan of The Shining Kubrick style right. than I am of The Shining from Stephen King. And I know some people will think that's blasphemy, but 
I'm sorry. I'm just that's just me. Uh, but this movie is promising. Mike Flanagan is promising that it is the perfect mix between a sequel of the movie The Shining and, and the sequel book. of the book. So hopefully, it, it it has enough to the Kubrick effect that I I enjoy it more. Yeah, I'm hoping the same. I mean, it looks cool. Uh, I do like all of the the scenes where he kind of goes back to the Overlook Hotel and stuff like that. So that's kind of cool. Again, I've mentioned this before. I'm not a huge fan. I've never read the book. I've just kind of heard. You know what? What goes on with it? Uh, wasn't a big fan of what I heard. Uh, again, I'm a huge, huge fan of the the Kubrick movie. I've never read the uh, book, The Shining, either. Uh, I'm afraid to at this point because I don't know that I would enjoy it as much as it's supposedly a classic, or it is a classic, I should say. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Um, you know, it sounds like it's a long runtime, but if it's uh, you know if it's a coherent story, it should be fine. Uh, I have nothing but faith in Mike Flanagan. Everything he's done has been perfect. So, so I'm excited. Absolutely. for Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about, real quick, uh, there was an interview uh, this past weekend at Monster Mania 44. Now, let's let's just get something straight here. If you fans have been tuning in week in and week out for the last year, you already know this, Rich. You already know this. I have a little bit of a crush on on a certain celebrity. Her name is Crystal Reed. Oh, absolutely. She's a very lovely young lady. Who's the one person that I have a bigger crush on than her? The only person I have a bigger crush on than her? Somebody I've had a crush on since 1988, Danielle Harris. Ooh. Danielle Harris was at Monster Mania over the weekend, and one of the questions that she was asked are was, uh, are there going to be any more sequels to the Hatchet films? So as you know, there was like a surprise Hatchet that came out last year uh, called Victor Crowley. Uh, it was all right. You know, it was... It was it was part of the Hatchet series. You know, it is what it was. But um, but she was asked if there was going to be any more sequels, and she actually came out and said that although she hasn't been notified of anything, she's had a conversation with Adam Green in the past, and uh, there's supposed to be two new sequels. Not one, but two new Hatchet sequels coming out. Uh, she said that they're supposed to be filming them back-to-back, so we might be getting really? more Victor Crowley. Well, okay, well, I, I'm in for that, and I'm always in for seeing uh, Danielle Harris in more movies as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I would leave my wife for her if I had one. No, I was going to say, I, that's that's going to be easy for you to do because you're not married. I'm not married. So, so ladies, if you're out there and you look like Danielle Harris, or if you are Danielle Harris, Mike is single and available for your loving. Well, I have a girlfriend. Call, call, shh, shh, <laughs> call 555-555-5532. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, thought yeah. it was going to be 5555, but it yeah, is not. No, 5532. It is not. Just a nine ninety nine per minute, or you could call eight six seven five three zero nine. Yes, yes, or seven two seven. Yeah, fair. Yeah, never mind. Never mind. That's we don't, we don't want anybody a, getting. That's more of a local six zero seven humor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't want anybody uh, getting any pizza orders or anything like that. So, uh, so last thing that uh, was in the uh, uh, news for for the moment here, uh, there's actually a developing story that I'm seeing here. But uh, there's a new fan film. We like to talk about fan films on this show. We love talking about fan films on this show. Uh, you know, there's been a ton of Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, fan films that are being made and have come out recently well what's been missing from this what's been missing from this there hasn't been any nightmare on elm street ones that we're aware of any big ones any notable ones anyway uh so it broke today that there's actually a new fan film that is funding currently on indiegogo that is going to be a direct sequel to wes craven's new nightmare Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. Now, it's going to be called Dylan's New Nightmare, Uh and it's going to basically star 
Miko Hughes, who played little little young Dylan in the original movie. He's all grown up now, and uh, he's uh, he's about to face Freddy again. Really? So, uh, trailer's up right now on uh, bloodydisgusting.com. I actually watched it right before we went on the air, and uh, it started out a little cheesy, and uh, it was actually pretty cool. It's just a little teaser trailer, but I dug it. And, of course, if you want to back that, you can go on to Indiegogo and look up Dylan's Nightmare. Yeah. And then you can back it on Indiegogo. I'm sure there's some cool... We didn't look up the Indiegogo yet, but I'm sure there's some cool perks and bonuses to sure. back in this movie. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm i a big fan of going out and looking at the fan films in the Indiegogos. So right. I'll definitely be checking this out myself. Uh, I had a long day today, so you got to see the trailer. I did not see it yet. So. Yeah, it's real quick. It's about a minute just and a half being, long. Just being transparent. Yeah. Uh, but I will definitely check it out and also check out their stretch goals because I always like seeing uh, right. what they're offering for the perks, if you will. Yeah, it looked pretty cool. It's kind of cool to see Miko Hughes back in action. It's, it feels mm. like it's been over 20 years since that kid's been at anything you know i i remember him mostly from kindergarten cop yes because that's one of the greatest lines in all of cinema yes girls have vaginas and boys have penises yes yeah it yes, was yes, uh yes. that's i learned a lot from that movie yes it was great that was yeah. uh, if you guys do not know the legend that is kindergarten cop i know it's not a horror film but it's still a damn good it's movie. horrifying are you kidding it's me? horrifyingly good you mean yeah it is all right now i said that that was the last news story but it's not it is not because it is everybody's favorite time of the week. It is time for Halloween Kills Casting News. Hey, hey, Mike, wait a minute. The, there was no Halloween Kills Casting News this week. Oh, oh, that's right. There's, there isn't. Well, now that concludes Halloween Kills Casting News. All right, so uh, that means we're at the end of the news cycle this week. Uh, if you want to say, I mean, I know it kind of went over them quickly earlier, but if you want to say anything to us, let us know. Join the conversation. Talk about anything we talked about or anything we're going to talk about. We always love hearing from you guys. It is simple. Hit us up on Facebook, HorrorZone607. Share that page, like that page, write and review that page, help us grow. And also you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HorrorZone607. Uh, it is should be noted that the professor runs our Instagram, so we don't know what that guy's up to. So I don't, I don't disclaimer. know. Can we disclaimer. Can we trust that guy? We can, but disclaimer, it might not be, you know, you might go there. But for Twitter, if you want to join the polls and stuff, it's on Twitter. But for all the social medias, you should hook us up with a hashtag HZ607. And of course, as you heard in the beginning of the show, hit us up on 8122productions.com so to get your fix and find out what we're doing, where we're going, and all the cool new stuff we're doing. He's a mad scientist, that guy. Yes, he is. He, he is. is. But uh, he's definitely on our Instagram. So uh, go follow him. I know that he uh, posted a, a horror novel uh, yesterday, I do believe. So check it out. He's it's an intelligent stuff. guy, that he guy. He is. He is. Really yeah. is a professor. That's the name. The professor. Professor of higher education. That's right. Maybe one day he will join us again. I hope so. One day. You I ask him all the time. He's he's busy teaching. Maybe we, maybe we should get a sound bite for him. We can just do like, hey, what, what do you think about that, professor? And we'll just. Oh. Uh-huh. I like yes. that. Great. Although he might not like how we use it because we might use it in things that we know that he hates. That's true. So, hey, hey, professor, how do you feel about the collection? 
Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't like those movies. I can tell you that. All right. So with that being said, though, we're going to take a break. I already spoiled the, the little uh, surprise. This break will feature our ad for Scaricon coming up this weekend. Once again, it'll be the last time we run this ad on the show because it's coming up this weekend. But uh, listen to that. When we come back, we got an awesome horror movie review segment. Join us. October 18th, 19th, and 20th in Rochester, New York at the Rochester Riverside Hotel for Scaricon. This year we have a ton of great celebrity guests including Barbara Crampton, Felissa Rose, Ashley Lawrence, David Naughton, the cast of Terrifier, the 40th anniversary of Phantasm, and of course Pinhead himself. Doug Bradley will all be there, all of them, plus so much more. There will also be vendors and all such sorts of other great entertainment going on that weekend in Rochester, New York. For all tickets and other information about Scaricon, go to Scaricon.com and we'll see you in Rochester on October 18th, 19th, and 20th. And welcome back to The Zone. So this past weekend, uh, I had my good friend here, Rich, uh, over to uh, to Mikasa. You know, we, we like to hang out and watch movies from time to time. Horror movies, of course, because that's what we do here on the show. And uh, the first thing that we did watch, we did a double feature. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. Uh, first movie up was uh, the legendary 40-year-old phantasm that's right and uh this is kind of noteworthy because uh there's a little uh, convention that we've been talking about you just heard a plug for it uh, it's called scarecon it's gonna be in rochester new york this coming weekend and uh you're gonna be moderating the panel that's gonna be celebrating the 40th reunion 40th anniversary reunion of all of the living cast members that's right uh, i'm gonna be the uh moderator host if you will for the phantasm 40th anniversary uh, reunion panel. So this is every living member of fan- the original Phantasm is going to be there. Believe it or not, every living member, of course, the, I think the only member, of course, we cannot have, of course, is the tall man because Ang- Angus Grimm is no longer with us, which sucks because I, 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 from all accounts, I never got to meet him, but I've heard he is a super awesome human being, so it sucks that he's no longer with us, but everybody else is going to be there. Uh, so it was kind of cool. Uh, like, uh, So we w- took a trip down memory road just to kind of get my... Uh, you know, I haven't seen the movie in a long time. Wanted to kind of have like something in my head, so when I'm you know doing this, I could uh, you know have it there. And uh, so we're not going to talk about the review of that movie this week because I'm going to save that because we'll tie that in next week. Because next week, this segment uh, won't be like a horror review segment. We're going to talk about my time at Scaricon because a lot of the celebrity panels. You know, we can't record there. It's not uh, you know able to record. So you're going to have to, I'm going to come back and tell you guys stories. So at least you guys will get to hear stories firsthand from me on the panels. You get to hear about the weekend at Scaricon. If you were there, you can relive the moments in your head. If you weren't there, you'll get to relive it through me. Right. And, and so it's going to be a lot of a lot of fun. And in the process, we will talk about Phantasm, uh, the movie, a little bit during that. Because I feel like some of it will tie in. Right. Uh, but I don't want to bury the lead there. But... You did say we made it a double feature, and you did make me a very nice uh, cup of hot cider. Yes, it was delicious. Was, it was, was uh, from from the wonderful Wegman's grocery store. Yes, though. yes, yes. I was very, I was very uh, happy and comfortable as we watched the second movie, and we talked about it earlier. It was a movie that just came out this year. It's a Shutter exclusive. It's from Australia, and you remember we love ourselves Shutter exclusives from Australia because we watched Boar yeah, not we that did. long ago, and we told you about it. But this one was called 
the Furies. Yes. Not, not to be the, confused with the Furies, which I thought it was called. Yes. Yes. You did go into it thinking it was that. And I looked at the title. I was like, uh, this is the Furies. And then we looked up what the Furies means. Yes. Because I, I in, in Greek mythology, the Furies was a, a vengeful women. Yes. And this movie sticks to that because, honestly, the lead character... Definitely a fury. Yeah, Definitely. you come across them in the game, the original series of God of War. Yes, so, there yeah. are furies. Yes, so. yes. Uh, so pretty cool movie. Yeah. Once again, Shutter exclusive, hitting it out of the park. Uh, let's just dive in and kind of talk about it. Uh, first of all, it opens like it's kind of like the Condemned. Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, these, they're they're getting let out of these boxes, and they're on this they're this property. They can't go past a certain boundary because then their heads are like. The stuff gets pumped into them, and then they can see through somebody else's eyes. Yeah, I mean, it does open up with a kill, though. Before we find that boxing, it opens up with a pretty brutal kill. This guy is chasing down this girl, and he's about to kill her, and then this other masked man comes out of nowhere and slays the other guy. Yeah, he slays the other masked killer. Yeah, it doesn't make it, and then he carries the girl away. It makes no sense. And then you know, we go to the thing, and you find out you can see through the other eyes. And I called it early in the movie. Yeah, I you called did. it early that this was going to be the girls were going to be paired up with the killers. So every girl, which was called a beauty, there was six of them, I do believe. Beauties one through six was also was corresponded with a beast. Yes. So there was Beast one, Beauty 1 through 6 and Beast 1 through 6. So if you were Beauty 2, you were with Beast 2. And you had Beast 2 was your protector. Had to protect you because if you die, the Beast also dies. Yes, in gruesome fashion. Very gruesome fashion. Don't say how because we don't want to spoil that. Right. M- mind you, they are wearing uh, the most gruesome costumes. Yeah. Some of them more gruesome than others. Like the guy that was literally wearing a body on himself, including the full backside of somebody. Yes. Yeah. He had somebody's hiney on him. That's, yeah, uh, yeah. That happened. Um, he also he, ripped some chick's arms off. Yes, he did. Yes. Yeah. Pretty brutally, too. Um, he reminded me a lot of Leatherface, uh, but you had a lot of other cool ones in there. So, um, yeah, just a just a really visceral, brutal so movie. you go through the movie, you find out a whole bunch of stuff. I don't want to. This is going to be kind of spoiler free, like light spoiler. Yeah, I, I've already said a couple things, but light spoiler. Uh, you go through the movie. You know, the girls are trying to get together. Who can you trust? Who can't you trust? You know, it, it's kind of gives you all up an edge. Jealousy. Jealousy plays a part. Fear plays a part. Friendships was, get get made and broken. I was an emotional roller coaster watching this. And movie. Believe it or not, it was. I, I'm I, I'm not even uh, joking. This was actually yeah. a very fun movie. Very good. Very slasher. Uh, yeah. Good body count. Good kills. Very brutal. Like they did not shy away from any blood or violence. No, lots of brutality in this movie. The best I can describe, I think you described it, or somebody else described it from something you looked at. It was basically like a slasher movie meets. Um, the Hunger Games. Yes, yes. It was so. Halloween meets Hunger Games. Halloween meets it, that Hunger That was the Games. tagline from the box. Well, a critic wrote it. Right. And it was a tagline they used from a critic. And I don't I don't think they were wrong. It was very slasher-esque. Brutal kills. Yeah. Brutal kills. It has really good atmosphere. They're in this secluded area, presumably in the Australian outback. Yeah. And uh, they are they're, they're, they're trapped there. They can't get out because of these things. You find out that they have implants in their eyes. Yeah. And it's crazy. I mean, I figured that out. You'll figure that out right away. When she gets out of the box, you kind of figure there's something going on. Right. So that's why I think that's a light spoiler. Uh, where that leads to is crazy, man. Oh, and yeah. It's, super, it's, it's really good. If you have Shudder, 
Well, first of all, if you don't have Shudder and you're a horror fan, pony up and get Shudder. Believe it or not, Shudder is really worth it. You get to see Creepshow of the series, which has been killing it. Once again, when that series is over, we're going to do a full review of the series because we just don't want to spoil it for you guys. We'll do a full one as soon as the last episode, episode six, airs. We are only on episode three now, about to be four, actually. I think four comes out this week, correct? Uh, Or is episode three called? Yeah, I think it's four this week. So uh, when when that completely ends, we will come back and talk about all 12 segments and, you know, six episodes, 12 segments. That is Creepshow. Creepshow's on there. It's amazing. There's some other great stuff. There's classic horror movies on yeah. there. Uh, once again, we watched the remastered version of Phantasm right on Shudder. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, there's a lot of exclusives. And believe it or not, this was one of the better exclusives I've ever seen. Uh, this did not leave a bad taste in your mouth, like Hell House LLC, the third one, Lake of Fire. Yeah. Yeah. This one, uh, much better movie. Um, just, again, it, it was a brutal movie. Um, there's two things, uh, you know, that I got to say that that I am really starting to dig. Shutter exclusive movies and Australian horror movies. Absolutely. The Aussies yeah. know how to make some good horror. They make some brutal horror yeah, movies. Yeah, they man. do. I was, uh, dude, there's... Some of the deaths in this movie, I am not going to give anything away because I want you guys to watch it. I want to watch it. Dude, man. I want so bad to give one of the deaths away. There is one particular brutal death. I will not give it away, but you need to see this movie. It is the only time I have seen this death. Yeah. And it is so uncomfortable to watch. It is so gruesome and graphic. The effect is perfect. Oh, yeah. I know it which one you're talking crazy. about. crazy. This movie is worth it. And then some, if you have time on your hands, check out the the Furies. Not the Furries, but the Furies. You can call it the Furries if you want. No matter what you call it, I call it good. Uh, if you're expecting a My Little Pony movie, you're going to be sadly, sadly mistaken. I didn't say bronies. Yeah. Well, well Mike, <laughs> now, now, now it's time. What would you give it? What is your score on this movie? Or do you want me to give mine first? Um, Go ahead and give yours first. Okay. I want to think about this so for a second. So my score on this movie, mind you, this is a Shudder exclusive. This movie was brutal. It was a slasher film. And as all you know at home know, I love my slasher films. There was a really cool story behind it, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like the story was not like incoherent or gone. So it was a slasher with an actual plot line. But it did not sacrifice blood. It did not sacrifice bodies. It did not sacrifice any of that to give you the plot line. It was congruent. I could stick with the story. I really liked the acting. Even, you know, sometimes you're watching a movie from a, a foreign place, like even, and even though they speak English, like England or Australia, and sometimes you can get taken out by that presentation. Did not. You could understand what they were talking about. They didn't chuck it full of like uh, slang that you would not understand or anything like that. It was so good. I gave this, I'm giving this movie an eight out of 10. Wow. An eight out of 10. It hit me in all the right good feels. Maybe I'm rating it a little higher from earlier experience. We'll talk about that some yeah. other time. But eight out of ten, I think this is what I think this is personally the best Shutter exclusive movie I've seen to date. Yeah, I would give you that. I, I agree with that. Um, again, the the kills in this, you know, a lot of times when you see, and again, I don't want to give anything away, but the types of kills in this, they, you know, you would expect the effects to kind of look like a movie we just talked about in our first segment. And that'd be the hatchet movies where it's like over the top and kind of looks silly in this and that these kills look like they were really happening. Oh yeah. They, they were, were very realistic. Um, so they had that, it had a very good production value, especially for, you know, a shutter exclusive movie. Not that there's anything wrong. I don't want to, that to sound negative, but it's a growing company. You wouldn't expect, you know, something that's as new as it is to have such a good production value so quickly. Very, very good production value. Um, I did think that the main characters, um, like background, you know, I, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more character build out of her, I think. Um, I don't know that it necessarily needed it, but maybe a little bit more than a two-minute opening. But that end, though. But the end. Um, the end, as I told you when we got done watching it, I 
the end kind of happened quickly. It had it, it kind of ended a little bit abruptly for me, at least the climax of it. So I was kind of like, eh, it wasn't bad. It could have been better. But it left room for a sequel, which oh, I yeah. would be definitely interested in seeing. Yeah, it definitely will have a sequel. I, I would I would hope it will have a sequel, but it definitely leaves that open. Um, I would give this... I, my, my gut is giving giving it a 6.5 out of 10. I think maybe because of the kills and the production value, I'll give it a 7 out of 10. That's fine. Which I think is still a very That's good fine. score. That's fine. I don't know. This has been the best slasher film I've seen in a while. Honestly, see, I, I would go with Ready or Not for that, so that's... But I don't I don't know. I, I love Ready or Not. I gave it a great score, but I didn't really think it was a slasher film. Mm, yeah. uh, that's why I'm saying I, I thought it was a very good, it was, a, it was it. a few different layers. I thought it was more of a dark comedy. Still love the movies, not yeah. taking anything away from it. But I wouldn't call it a slasher film because it didn't have that element of that one killer, or in this case multiple killers, but still it didn't have the element of fear. Right. Because you're pretty much your 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 heroine in that movie is fearless. The final girl's fearless. So she did a great job. Yeah, she really did. Uh she takes the fight to them. This movie felt like your pure heart-to-heart slasher movie that would have fit right in in the heyday in the golden era in 1980s, only it was modern, and they definitely sunk a budget into the effects. You will not be disappointed at all with any of the effects that you find in that movie. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen that movie made in like like circa 1981. 1982. I, I think that it would have really been amazing if I, it was filmed back then. I but think they it, wouldn't have been able to do the effects like they did today, brother. That's why I gave but, it a high score because I yeah. feel like I feel like this movie was a throwback and was such a good movie. Yeah. And I, I once again, I, Shutter has great programming on. Absolutely. We've, we've talked about this before. Absolutely. They have great programs, so it's not like I'm crapping on it by saying it's a Shutter exclusive, uh, because there's other Shutter exclusives that were just as good. I mean, everybody lost their minds over Mandy. I mean, yeah. the, the Nicolas Cage movie, which is a very good horror movie. So I, see, I've I yet to see that still. I have seen it. It is very good. You, you, I think you'll enjoy it. I believe, okay. believe me. I, I think actually, I think you'll give it a higher grade. We'll, we'll review it sometime yeah. after you see it. I bet you, you'll give it a higher grade than I do. Next double feature, Mandy. And the movie. And the one that we dropped the ball on. We definitely the other night. dropped the ball. What did we drop the ball on? So Mike? we have been plugging this movie for months, and it was finally. We didn't want to pay for it after the whole debacle of uh, Leprechaun Returns, but Sci Fi had a new movie that uh, came out a couple of months ago, and uh, it was the Banana Splits movie. Well, they finally premiered that on Saturday night this past week. I was out of town, so I ended up having to record it and haven't seen it yet, but. We had it right there. We could have watched the Banana Splits movie. We could have watched Ball the Banana Splits movie. Dropped. You you message. I got home and I get a message from Mike. Like, man, I I messed up. We should have watched Banana Splits. I taped it the other day. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Well, next time we'll have to plan one a little sooner. Mandy, the Banana Splits movie. I, I feel like that's the next. You may want to skip Scarecon. Let's I, let's double feature. I this. wish I, I wish I I mean I want to be a scary kind. Don't get me wrong, but it does sound fun, nice to sit on the couch, have another cup of hot cider, oh, yeah. and watch a couple more horror movies. But we'll make it happen before the end of the month, I think. Absolutely. Or, if not, the beginning of November, because I would really like to see both of those movies. Yeah. Like I said, I think you'll really enjoy Mandy. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it more than I did, and I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy. It. I did enjoy it, but I, I haven't heard one a, negative review I think of the movie. I think it's I think it's more up your alley. Really? Uh, see, but the I professor still thought, I loved it. it. The professor loves that movie. I was like, okay, well, this just. I don't like Nicolas Cage. He loves it. I just want to point I'm not this gonna out. I like it. It is it knowing the professor's taste, it is weird that he loved this movie. Really? And this the is reason like one why, of his favorite movies. The reason like is cuz like he's like the hereditary midsummer and that's kind what I expected guy, it to be like. And this is not that movie. Okay. This is not okay. that movie. So it, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. It's very good. You you like atmosphere. You like uh, scores and stuff like that. Yeah. This movie brings all that. My and cousin actually, told me I would really like it. And Nicolas Cage 
has found his like birth in horror movies. He's doing some really good horror movies, and he works very good lately in horror movies. Uh, that mom and dad movie, super good with yeah. him and uh, there's Selma no bees, Blair. are there? I don't want any no, bees. No, 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 no. He, he didn't, he didn't react well to the bees the last time. So good, so good. But yeah, next time that's going to be the double feature. You guys will hear about it. You guys will hear about the other part of the double feature next week. I promise. But I just I want to tie it in to my discussion because maybe uh, some questions. I'm going to ask some questions. Let's put it that way. So when I do the review, I could actually say that I asked them the questions that I had for that movie. Mm-hmm. And then I can give the answer right here on this podcast. Right. You hear it here. All right. So it's kind of like a, almost like a, with the commentary on watching it. Right. So, you know, that's All good right. stuff. So that's where we're at. So that's it for the review segment. That means we're going to take this next break. That's our last break, Mike. But when we come back, you know what time it is? It's time to talk some horror. And more importantly, it's time for Halloween Fest. Woohoo! So we'll be right back with Halloween Fest, week number one of three. And uh, we'll be right back. Hey, it's Courtney Gaines, Malachi from Children of the Core, and you're listening to the Horror Zone 607. It's everybody's favorite time of the week. It's right. It's time for Talking Horror. And even more importantly, it's time for Halloween Fest. Look at that. We're getting our nerdy on as we are getting our horror on. I got fingers in the air. I know. And we are also, more importantly, going to talk about one of the greatest franchises in the history of horror coming up right now. It is time that we dive headfirst into the Halloween movies. Now, you see, we could have done movie by movie, which we will do in the future, by the way. Sure. We will do movie by movie. But I love the idea. And I got to give Mike most of the credit. Mike is the one that came to me and said, hey, how do you feel about because we're such bu- so busy in October, and we originally planned on doing something where we were going to do some bonus episodes where we were actually going to review all of the Halloween movies. We're not going to have time because we've been just busy at the cons. How do you feel about, hey, let's do something different than everybody else. Let's go through and break it into categories and then talk about the movies in said categories. Yeah. And I said, that would be fantastic. So Mike came up with a format. He came up with a three-week format. And Mike, uh, the three-week format, of course, we've already kind of said it. This week is uh, Forgotten Halloween. Yes. We'll go into explanation. And then next week is... Uh, I Hate Halloween. Oh, yes. And then the final week will be... One Good Scare. One Good Scare. So basically for Forgotten Halloween, it works like this. It basically is the underrated Halloween movies. The unsung Halloween movies, if you will. And we will be discussing them here. And uh, we did, I, I mentioned before, we went to Twitter. We, we put up a poll. We said, hey, guys, comment, poll. Let's see what you guys think are your most underrated horror movies. And we got some pretty good turnout. Yeah, we did. And uh, I, I'm going to give you the winners. So... Uh, 
actually, so in because we put up four comments, and uh, the one is ten. The one is uh, other, which is was at ten percent. Which mm-hmm. we'll read some comments to get those others. But other had ten percent in fourth place. In third place with twenty percent, Halloween four. Mm-hmm. In uh, second place with thirty percent of the vote, Halloween two. The wow. night he came back home. And last but certainly not least, the number one movie from the Twitterverse, from our friends on Twitter, at number one, Halloween H2O. Yeah, is yeah. the number one underrated Halloween movie. We had some comments, and in those comments, uh, there's some other things. Uh, a lot of people were voting for Halloween 3, by the way. Yeah. Which made my heart happy. Mine too. Uh, our friends at the uh, Geek Sportation uh, podcast said Halloween 3, it doesn't really belong in the franchise and is su- it as is such an u- unusual fit left out. But it is an interesting flick and definitely worth watching. I agree with them completely. And Absolutely. actually, a bunch of us were actually uh, agreeing with them. Uh, the Nerdy Bitches responded Halloween 4, which they voted for that, was the first one I watched growing up, and I still think it's the best. Also, the only good one that I would say in the uh, Jamie Lloyd series. Of Absolutely. And we'll go into that next week even more. Uh, the uh, Happy Huh uh, podcast said uh, Halloween 3 is the best film of the bunch. Then 78, 18, H2O, and Halloween 2 don't have much use for anything other than that except for how amazing Danielle Harris looks in his as an actress. A shiny diamond in a very, very rough. <laughs> he's, he's a man after your own heart. Yes, he is. And last but certainly not least, the Beyond the Outer Rim podcast said, if I'm being honest, I really like Halloween 07. Of course, that's the Rob Zombie remake. Yep. It's a remake that at least is interesting. Tyler Maine was a great Michael Myers, and the violence was new with Rob Zombie. I'm a big fan of Halloween 3 as well, just for being unique with one of the best endings in horror history. Mm. So those uh, were some comments. I as like you that can comment. see, a lot of Halloween 3 love. So how, like about we, comments. how about we start with this? Because I'm sure Halloween 3 will come up time and time again during these lists in, yes. different, in different places from different people. And because I know both me and you uh, like it, we've talked about it in this podcast. I said they should just call it, start calling it Season of the Witch because it's a great movie when you just call it Season of the Witch. So let's start there. A lot of people voted for Halloween three. Yes, did, you know, so that would be the fourth place space. Would you have put this on the list for uh, Forgotten Halloween? So yes, and, and one thing I want to point out is when I made the list, I actually did break it down. I, there's none of the movies are going to cross over into any of the three weeks. So whatever you hear this week, you're not going to be hearing it again next week or the following week. Well, this one you might. So this one you might. This uh, was just a this was just an added one from Twitter because we had yeah. put other. Well, Halloween 3 definitely made it. So here's the three. I actually put three movies into this category uh, so we could discuss the movies this week. So the original Halloween 2, Halloween 3, and Halloween H2O. Oh, so this so was the three, three that made the list. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're I'm on saying, there. But because we're so, doing polls, they might come up. Oh, oh yeah. Up in the polls, but, that's fine. But in our, my actual list, um, they're only going to come up one time each in, you know, in each week. So, so since you were prepared for Halloween 3, throw it in there. Yeah. So Halloween 3, as everybody knows uh, that listens to the show or knows me, um, you know, people can say whatever they want to say about this. Yes, it does not. It is not about Michael Myers. It's the only movie in the entire series that's not about Michael Myers. That being said... I don't care what anybody says. It's got the title Halloween in it. It's Halloween 3. I still have always said, and I agree with you, you say this all the time too, the same thing. If they had just called it Season of the Witch, we'd be talking about one of the great horror movies of that generation or possibly ever. Um, Of all of the Halloween movies, that one to me feels a little bit more Halloween-y than any of them. 
you know, you got the masks and, you know, people out trick-or-treating and stuff like that. And for some reason, I, I don't know what it is about the movie, but just something about the atmosphere of it. Um, it really, it, it's every year I watch this movie during the Halloween season, during during the October season. Um, is it overlooked? Absolutely, because it's the redheaded stepchild of the series. So, um, you know, it's it's too bad that it's overlooked, but it is a forgotten gem. And uh, people that haven't seen it or, or wrote it off years ago, give it another watch. This movie's a classic. I love Halloween 3. Uh, and I actually, believe it or not, I think it is getting a second life uh, as of late. Because if you, if it you has go a around allowing, there's a big call following. It's not just a call following. There's a lot of people who were crapping on that movie who are now giving it a second chance. Like I said, I think people are finally realizing that if you take away the specter of Michael Myers and you watch it as a horror movie, it is a very, very good horror movie. With a great very Halloween good. background atmosphere yes, to it. Yes, absolutely, so. absolutely. So I, I think there's that, and then I, I, I'm a big fan of the storyline. Yeah. So uh, what were the other two you had? So and yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping the one that won is one of them. Well, it wasn't so much that I was doing like a winner takes oh, all or anything I'm just like saying that. We did have a winner though. In the poll, we did. In mm-hmm. the poll, that was more for just for fun, and we're going to keep doing that week in and week yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. But I just more wanted to just discuss these films right. because I, they're I, forgotten. No, no, I got you. I'm just so, saying. I'm just saying. I hope that the winner is one of these films. Oh, it seems like it was very popular. I don't know. It could be. It could not be. Oh yeah. So what's the next movie on the list after Halloween three? Well, we're going to talk about Halloween two. Halloween the original two. Halloween okay. two. The got the second class. By the way, got the second most amount of them. Yeah. So it's it's working out here. So it's it's more from the night he came home as we all know it picks up uh ex- directly after the first movie ends uh went to great lengths to try to make it feel and look you know like it actually was filmed back to back with that movie even though it was three years later um you know my personal opinion of this movie half of the movie i love i love the fact and we've we've talked about this on air before i love when they go back and they film a, a, a horror movie sequel in the same locations that its predecessor was filmed in um, so they went back to Pasadena and Los Angeles and they did film, you know, that the Wallace house was there. The Doyle house was there. The Myers house was there. Um, the same streets that the girls walked in in the beginning of the movie. And then Michael Stockton throughout the movie is there. Uh, so I really dig that. Um, personally, I think it kind of goes downhill a little bit once it gets to the hospital, even though there are there's some good suspense there and everything. But, um, you know, it was just kind of. Yeah, you know, once it gets to the hospital, but I still dig the movie. It's a classic. Um, I think Halloween three is a better film between the two. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. Um, they used the one of the uh, one of the masks that Nick Castle actually had on in the original movie. Uh, somehow, I don't know if it was the lighting in the movie or just Dick Warlock had a big head, <laughs> but uh, the 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 mask didn't look quite the same. It looked just kind of different in this movie. There's a couple scenes uh, where it kind of pops up, and I think it's more the lighting than anything that makes it look different. But um, so I, I don't know. I'm not terribly fond of the mask, the way it looks in this movie. By, by the way, the there is a NECA Halloween two figure that just came out. Mm-hmm. They even put in the one with the blonde hair. Really? Yes. So, so Ben that, Tramer. Yes. That, but, but no, no, not Ben Tramer. Because if you notice, there is a, there's a scene famously in this uh, when you get in the school. There's the school scene. Oh, that's Halloween and, four. No, no. There's one. There's one shot in this one where there's it's a different mask when Luma sees. Oh well, Michael's not in. The, the school there's like a implied scene that he's in the school in Halloween too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but I've, uh, I've he's not, in the school and it's got a blonde there's blonde hair that's Halloween 4 yeah no this one also had a one that was with blonde hair because it's oh. inside the NECA figure so yeah the blonde hair one was, was ben, ben Tramer's mask he's oh, walking across okay, the street right. and the police car hits him and plows yeah, him yeah, into yeah, the ambulance that, yeah. which incidentally uh, a buddy of mine uh, his name is Dennis so I work with him whenever we're getting killed at work or we're just having a bad day we're just like oh, could be Ben Tramer we're getting Tramered so uh, it's kind of turned into an inside joke that we do have. But, um, 
You know, yeah, the movie uh, overall, I, I love Halloween too, or, or really like it. I shouldn't say I love it. I really do like it. I just, you know, I, I kind of wish that the whole or half of the movie or the majority of the film didn't take place inside the hospital, but they kind of confined it that way. You know, kind of give it a claustrophobic feel. Um, but a great movie, and you know, it's it's one of those that's kind of become forgotten. You know, everybody remembers the original. You're never going to beat that. Now everybody's high on 2018. You know, everybody seems to love Halloween Four. You know, because it's a great sequel. So, so Halloween Two has kind of been overshadowed over the years. Oh, that's surprising. I mean, I I, I like Halloween Two. Uh, I don't like it as much as Halloween Three. Um, but it is definitely in my top percentile for Halloween because it is uh, just like much like other movie franchises of the horror genre. There is a big dive in between like the good ones and the bad ones. This one, Halloween 2 is always one of the on the better half, if you will. Yeah, I mean, it definitely it has all the looks and feels of the original one for the most part. Again, you know, there's different things. The hospital kind of gets to me after a while because they're in there for too long. And the mask bothers me a little bit, even though it's the exact same mask that that Nick Castle did wear in the original. Um, you know, it's there's there's a drop off between the two but it does have all the looks and feels and it, I mean it to me it looks like they filmed the two back to back one of the things that, that always bothers me about this and I know a lot of people dig it the original uh, Halloween theme the score uh, is so classic you know it's it's one of the creepiest if not the creepiest um, score that there's ever been I do not like the synthesized version of it in Halloween 2 so, that has always bothered me so, so the 8-bit version that I use for this show not, not, not a fan I, I do like that. It's ah, fun. It I feel like I'm playing a Nintendo game it circa is. 1987. It, it should have been the Halloween Nintendo game. It should have been. If, if that would have happened, that would have been the music. Just Heck, another. If that comes out on the PS5, yes, that should yes, be the yes, theme yes, song yes, for yes. it. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, you know, there, There's the good with the bad with Halloween 2. But again, very overshadowed. And it's, it's still... <sighs> is it a classic? I think it is. Uh, yeah, I would say it was. Great classic. era. Yeah, great definitely. year that it came out. Definitely 1981. Year Absolutely. to change horror. Yes. So there's one other movie that's uh, that's making our list here, and it was the winner of your poll. Thank goodness. Uh, so I'm glad that it's on here too. And that's the criminally underrated Halloween H2O, in my opinion. Phenomenal movie. Really Phenomenal good. Phenomenal movie. I have my qualms with it. Uh, I think we've discussed it before. I was going to say there can't be many qualms. With it. There's, no, there's, it's really a very good movie. It's 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 so, it's damn. It's not. I want to say perfect, but it's damn near a, a great story compared to Halloween 2017. Which, in my opinion, those two movies are both. You mean 2018? Or yeah, 2018. Excuse me. Um, they're they're kind of you know the same thing. You Almost know, the same thing. It's a very similar thing. Our very good similar. friend Luke always said when we when they first announced what was going to be happening with this, he goes, "So they're remaking Halloween H two O." Well, it's forty years later, so it was H forty. Yes, that's what they should have just called. That's it. originally, I think, what they were calling it. Yeah, something like that. So, um, my the, the biggest issues with Halloween H two O one, it's kind of a product of its time. It was one of the it was one of the first dimension. Uh, Halloween films that came out. So you're saying you didn't like those those new metal overtones in the music and the soundtrack? <sighs> I mean, it had Creed, which was I don't have a problem with that Creed's first album. But I, I want to point this out: it didn't have the good Creed score because the good Creed score was the first Scream Three. Yeah, because they had that "What If" song. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's. I, I don't know. It wasn't so much that. It just kind of had that slick look to it. The masks. Everybody knows that that movie had problems with the masks. Um, so, you know, that was rough. The, the the main one that you do see throughout most of the movie, I don't have too much of a problem with. The opening scene where uh, where Nurse... Uh, um, what's her name? Maggie? No. Is it Maggie? Is it Nancy? Uh, we talked about her last week, yeah, too. Yeah, sorry. 
anyways, uh, you know, they, she gets killed off. They actually use the mask, the same mask from Halloween 6. And I actually don't mind the mask from Halloween 6. I think it's one of the better ones throughout the history. You know, 4 had a bad mask. 5 had a really bad mask. H2O had several bad masks in it. Um, but I, I think that uh, Halloween 6 had a pretty good mask. And I don't know why they didn't go with it, especially since it was used early on in the... It was Marion Chambers, by the way. Yeah. It just came to me, the nurse. But anyways... You well, know, I suppose they, I said him. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, one of the problems that I have is they took it completely out of Haddonfield. There's The opening scene takes place in a different town in Illinois, um, but it's brief. It's just the opening thing, and then the rest of the movie takes place in California. Because he needed to get that information, yo. Right. Just think about it. He goes and steals the file. Right. I just kind of wish that maybe it would have been filmed, quote-unquote, closer to Illinois, but I get why they did it. I just kind of missed Haddonfield in it. Um the, I mean, the, but they did film it closer to where it was originally filmed to begin with. Yeah. So there's there's that. Right. But they I, they come right I'm out and they saying, say it's in California. Right. It's, but I'm saying, but it was originally where was filmed in Pasadena. Well, Haddonfield I don't even know if they in, mentioned Haddonfield. I, I love. I'm like I'm like Haddonfield was in Pasadena, California. Well, yeah. If but so technically, you know, right. If you go by even, like real life, but I don't even know if they mentioned the name Haddonfield in the movie. But you didn't have to. The story. The story was here's 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 where I go with it. The story was based around the fact that she faked her own death to get away because she was always scared that he was going to come back and he was going to find her. Well. You know, he comes back and finds no. her. And I thought it was interesting to not do like some real weird supernatural, he just shows up gimmick. The fact that he actually goes, breaks in, steals a file, and then drives to California. Right. And at least that makes I, sense. I, it's I coherent. Like, I, I actually like the fact that it was a real story. Yeah. And I dig that too. Again, I don't want it to sound like I'm, I'm like, you know, completely stomping all over this movie because this was the first one I saw. I was afraid of horror movies, and the girl I was dating at the time is the whole reason I'm into them now. She made me go see this with her. This was the first one I saw, and not long after that, I actually ended up finally going through and watching the original, and then two, and then actually four and five, working my way through. Um, but uh, I think that the three biggest issues with this movie is, one, the masks. Everybody knows, again, there was there was issues with the mask. Two, I did not like that they decided to completely throw out the Jamie Lloyd story. There was actually something in the original script. It was brief, but um, Jamie Lee looks at a, a picture of her daughter and, and starts to cry. So there was actually a reference to Jamie Lloyd being being a part of it and they just decided to get rid of it so at that point it became a choose your own adventure in the halloween series um and uh the the biggest problem that i have with the movie where you could have fit that in and you probably could have fit some of haddonfield in and a little bit more story because it was just too quick the movie is only something like an hour and 15 minutes long maybe an hour and 20 minutes long it was very short shortest one in the whole series this movie could have benefited from an extra half hour and there was some really cool stuff in the original script where they could have used that time to fit that in and it would have been a better story. That being said, it's one of my favorite sequels in the whole in the whole series. I do believe, especially now that the Halloween 2018 is out, it's really kind of gotten pushed to the background and people are just like, oh, it's not a good movie. Well, yes, it is. It was a great story. It had a great story, and it was a great. It was great to bring Jamie Lee back, who hadn't been there in twenty years. She hadn't been a part of it in twenty years. Her character was supposedly dead, and uh, well, that was the first time that she was supposedly dead. Uh, she died a couple times and came back to life in twenty eighteen. But um, uh, you know, it's it's it really was a good story, and I think it's a better story than what was told in twenty eighteen. Um, I I will agree with you because I'm a big fan of H two O. I I would uh, d I mean and. I don't know. I, I like the fact that it was shorter. I don't like it when they drag things out for the sake of dragging it out. I'm not sure that, you know, if you add in more, would it necessarily make it better? You got to remember, this is the only 
the only Halloween movie that has like a super good cast. I mean, you have Josh Hartnett in the movie. You have Michelle Williams. Like you have Michelle Williams in the movie. Yeah, both of them went on to have pretty Big good careers. And of course, Michelle Williams is now you know an Academy a, a, Award, award, win, award yeah. winner. And you know, of course, Jamie Lee Curtis is back. Like LL Cool J's in this movie. Yeah, and LL Cool J's a really good actor, in my opinion. I'm, oh I'm yeah, I dug work. him a lot in that movie. Uh, especially, yeah, He's especially in that better movie. than Buster Rhymes. Absolutely, absolutely. So, like, I'm. I look at it like this. I look at that movie and I go, "Wow, they had a great cast," which never happened in a Halloween movie before. No, if you can go back through time in the Halloween movies, there was never like a phenomenal cast. I mean, I guess the original to an extent. The but, original, yeah, but I mean, there was a lot of unproven's that just happened to be really. Yeah, good. Halloween Four, I think, is actually probably the best cast. You think so? Yeah, I, I don't mean, know. Just, I think H two O. Look at the look Daniel at Harris cast. Well, I'm just saying the way that they acted in it. Um, Daniel Harrison. Uh, and uh, Rachel, um, I don't know, Ellie Cornell. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the two of them really carried that movie very, very well. I'm, I'm not saying that they but did. It. I didn't think I was. But talking at, big names in Hollywood. Yeah, Adam I mean, Arkin. I, yeah, Adam Arkin was hot at that point. Yeah, yeah. But once again, that movie had all these people in it, and of course, the two of them went on to be very big stars. And they don't shun the movie either. That's the best right. part about it. they don't shun the movie because the movie's actually good. Uh, I, I dug, I dug the movie. I dug the story. I, I love the fact of uh, one of the, one of the scariest things in that movie is when he lowers himself by with one arm from the ceiling. Yeah, that is a, it's phenomenal. And they then tried of course to recreate they, that. They resurrection. Yeah, they they went on to recreate that. But yes, that's the first time we ever seen him do that. Uh, I even love the ending. Oh I yeah, mean, I, I hated the retcon of it in the resurrection, <laughs> but I love the ending of the movie. It was supposed to finally. Yeah, she lobs his fucking head off, and it's it. great. It Probably should have ended there, right? And then they retconned it in resurrection, and I'm sure we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, but uh, it, oh. it, that kind of sucked. Yeah, a little little spoiler. <laughs> We will be talking about yes, that next little, week. I was going to say, I, 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 if you didn't think that that movie was going to be on the list of uh, just I, bad. I hate Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I know, I, no. I, I, I've always been a fan. Halloween H2O is up there in the top of part of my list. Mine too. Uh, it's it's usually falls in number two, I do believe. I always say that usually it's the original Halloween, 1978, and then uh, H2O. I love those movies, uh, both of them. Uh, obviously, there is a gap between them because... You know, you have, in my opinion, I've said this before on this, this program, Halloween, the original, 78, is the most damn near perfect movie to ever exist, especially in horror. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's the only movie, like, it's, it gets, it's one of the movies that gets the highest rating I can give a movie, because uh, I don't believe in giving 10s, as we all know. Right. So, uh, nine and a half is pretty much the highest you will ever get, because I just don't believe that there's ever going to be a perfect movie. Halloween has a nine and a half. It joins things like Jaws, mm-hmm. <laughs> and also The Exorcist. And it, it so and there's a few others, but it, it joins those. That, that's the list in horror, at least. And then it yeah, joins. There's, there's a list in other movies. It, it's just yeah. it's a great movie. It, it, there was a lot of good things, and it started the slasher craze. It's, it it was the kickoff. It was the it, the whistle blow, if you will, for the golden age. Because yeah. without Halloween, we don't get Friday the Thirteenth. Without Friday the Thirteenth, we don't get 1981, which uh, it was is a panel at Scaricon that I'm not unfortunately doing. But we will talk about it on this show. We've talked about the movies of '81, but I. I want to get into a deep discussion eventually on this show. Maybe it'll be coming up after the month of October. Where 1981, it, I, I I came up with this panel, and uh, unfortunately somebody else is going to be doing it. I know they're going to do a great job at Scaricon, but I wish I was on that panel and you were there. Instead, I'll be doing actually I think Phantasm at the same time next going on. Yeah. Uh, but I want to do something on this show with that because 1981 really was the year that changed horror. We kind of had this discussion yeah. the other night, and without Halloween 1978, none of that happens. I mean, I know we're yeah. not supposed to be talking about, it. and then without H2O. 
I don't know. That H2O was the best sequel that ever happened to Halloween, in my opinion. And and so for some reason, it gets overlooked. And I don't know why. I really I don't. think that it's for the reasons that I just said, really, more than anything. I think that the masks, people are just so nitpicky about that. And I get it, because I'm critical of the masks and some of them, too. But it's not like it took away from the plot of the movie. I don't um, think it took away anything from the movie. I, again, I wish that they hadn't thrown out the Jamie Lloyd story because I liked I, I liked where it started anyway with part four. I still thought, although part five is a really shaky movie, Daniel Harris I, carried the movie. I, I want to point this out. I, I really believe that the reason they threw it out was because they had to wash the stank of part six off of them. Yeah, more than likely that's exactly what it was. But, you know, they could have retconned that movie. Well, you know, Mike, we're going to come into it. So we're going to, you know, next week will be I Hate Halloween. Uh, we will put up a poll, uh, so it will be up in the next couple of days. You'll see the poll up there. Please vote in the poll. Uh, that'll be on Twitter, at HorrorZone607. Check it out. Uh, vote in it. Make, make comments, because you'll hear them right here on the show. Uh, trust me, we'll have a comprehensive list. It's nice to know that the poll ended up the same way uh, that, we, uh, yeah. that we ended up. So that's always a good bonus there. And uh, with that being said, it's time. To, that's it for this week's uh, edition Already? Of, of, of Halloween Fest. I just want to get some of that 8-bit goodness in there one more time. We're dancing again. That's right. Uh, get it, Mike. Get it. I'm throwing bows. All right. So that's it for this week's Halloween Fest. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Uh, and that means we're also kind of coming to the end of the show. Before we go, I already mentioned Twitter. Hit us up on Twitter. Definitely for sure, because that poll is going to be up. At Horizon 607 Check that poll out. Uh, if you don't already... Uh, find us on Instagram as well, at HorrorZone607 for there as well. Also, Facebook, HorrorZone607. Check it out. we got a lot of stuff going on in all those. Make sure you're following and liking, sharing, you know, spreading that word out there for us, you know. Uh, we're growing, and we keep growing, and it's all because of you guys. I know you're listening. We're having a great time, so thank you so much for doing that. Tell a friend. Yes, tell a friend. Bring more people involved. We should start like a referral bonus or something. <laughs> so, you know, but it's it's always a good time. And uh, we, we're very appreciative of you guys. And you guys are obviously helping us grow because we keep growing. But continue to do so because that's awesome. You guys are the front line and that's pretty cool stuff. Uh, also, visit 8122productions.com. We got reviews up there. You can find out what we're, uh, what we're doing as a whole. You can see stuff from the Three Fat Nerds, my other podcast. You can also just see, you know, the reviews and everything for Horizon 607. There's also a Friends of the Show page. Uh, big shout outs to our, our, our friends over at Theo duro parley hour the odph you can find them right there uh click on that i'll take them over there of course there are hashtag 607 podcast brethren uh you can also uh find uh, uh links for uh shot at the robots pretty soon i'll have floodlands links up there as well those are local bands who you'll hear their music during our breaks a lot of times uh you might not even realize it's their music but you hear it during the breaks and it's awesome as a matter of fact we are going to end this show with a brand new floodlands uh, oh no we're not doing that this week sorry that's actually tomorrow night we're going to end this with the professor's music Oh, I like the it. Professor's music is amazing. Sorry, yeah, I is. forgot. I'm 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 already kind of I was bad there. The first episode of 3FNW will be ending with the with a brand new Floodlands song at the end of it. But but no, today it was the Professor. So if I you love if you song. love I was going to say if you love the Horror Zone theme, that is the Professor. Just throwing yeah, out there. Yeah, he does we music. The, we have the he does that and he also He does our theme songs. He also did the if you remember Sci-Fi Horror Fest, that uh that that plug line was actually the Professor song as well. So just throwing that out there. Sorry. I'm confusing my shows. It's been a long week, Mike. You can yeah, tell yes. I'm tired. And it's uh, only Tuesday. I know. You can check out all sorts of things on 8122productions.com though, so visit that and uh, check it out. And uh, that's all I got, Mike. 
All right, thanks, Rich. Uh, well, I want to thank you for being in the studio with me again this week. Another good show. We'll fist bump this because it was a great conversation this week. Uh, I want to thank you guys, the listeners. Uh, week in and week out, you're the reason that we're here. You're the reason we're doing the show. So thank you so much for downloading and listening to us on all your favorite formats. We will be back in the studio next week talking a whole lot of horror and bringing you the week's biggest news. So for Rich, I am Mike C. saying, see ya. <laughs> <laughs>